All right, Amigos family, we're back with another episode of the podcast where Amigos means family with your dose of information and inspiration for all the great stuff that's happening down in Nicaragua. We are so glad you joined us. We've got myself, we've got Kristen. Hello. We've got Iris. Hey. And we've got Danny. Hola. And Iris, <laughs> you had so much fun on the last podcast, you decided to join us on this one. So welcome. <laughs> Thanks. I'm back. Come back for good. Awesome. <laughs> well, we have, a, we have a fun episode today, Amigos family. We wanted to just kind of jump right into it. Our friend from, uh, from San Jose, California, Ro David, who works uh, with the local parish out there and who's been coming to serve with Nicaragua, come to serve in Nicaragua with Amigos for over the past decade. We, we got to have a great conversation with him and kind of catch up about what it's like to serve over the years. But what we wanted to really, the reason why we wanted to bring this forward and kind of let this be the episode for today is that we want to encourage y'all for wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, everybody has a story that is inspiring to somebody. And you are in a place and you are surrounded by people that are in your life for a reason. And so as you hear Ro kind of talk about his role and what he's doing and uh, the ways that he's been a part of Amigos through the year. I hope that you're encouraged and you can remember some of the same ways that you're, you're involved and how you keep this whole thing rolling. Um, but without further ado, maybe we could just jump right in with Ro and catch up with him. And I think you're really going to love it, Amigos family. So let's do that. Let's join in with Ro. So I have a vivid memory of of, uh, of Holy Spirit's. I think I think first trip and interaction with Amigos, and I wanted to share it with everybody. So this was back in 2010, and if I'm not mistaken, this was their first trip. Um, they possibly came in 2009, but I think it was 2010, and it was at nighttime. There was already a mission group there, so there was going to be Holy Spirit and another group there together doing the, the big thing together. And the one, uh, the folks had already shown up and we were kind of ending the day and we were ending the day in sort of a moment of reflection. So Holy Spirit's bus pulled up and they get off the bus and it's like super quiet and somber and like nobody's talking. And it's just like this really quiet moment at the Casablanca. And uh, we walk over and say, hey, we're kind of, we're ending the day in this moment of silence and sort of prayer. And um we're actually coming back together right now as you guys are getting off the bus to come sing worship. And so everybody and, and Holy Spirit was like, sure, yeah, we'll do that. And so everybody came back from their little moment of reflection and then Holy Spirit also joined us and we all came together on the floor and all sat in the, you know, on the floor in uh, Casablanca and we sang some worship songs and started the week out in prayer. But that was a really vivid memory for me of Holy Spirit it really kind of speaks to Holy Spirit in general that they were like, yeah, we'll walk right in stride with what you guys are doing. And they joined us. Um, I don't know if you were on that trip, though. Did you come the next year? Yeah. So I believe that was 2009. That was our first ever trip. I came on the third trip. So okay. 2011 was my first first year. And that was the last year I think you had a group uh, in the summer at Casablanca. So I was a uh, one of the last few groups that stayed there. That's great that you got to experience the Casablanca with <laughs> I did. Yeah, we split up the group that year. So the guys stayed at Casablanca 
and then the ladies they walked over to and from to the to what was being built the compound so they had the barracks all good and then they walked over for breakfast and everything gosh i remember that gosh good memory my first year Bro, I, I know for, for Kristen, Joey, Iris, and I, we have the, the great privilege of knowing you and, and being your friend and having a bunch of lived and shared experience. But for everybody who doesn't know you, can you just give us a little scoop about who you are, uh, what you do at Holy Spirit, and a little bit about um, just what, what day-to-day life looks like for you? Yeah, so name, my, my name is Ro David. David is my last name. Ro is spelled R-O-W, like row, row, row your boat. Um, I am right now, currently I am the pastoral associate for youth and social ministries uh, for Holy Spirit Parish in San Jose, California. Uh, I've been working for Holy Spirit for 12 years now, if you can believe that. Um, I came in as a youth director uh, in 2010, um, and I've been involved with youth ministry ever since I graduated high school back in 2001. So if you do the math, yes, that is how old I am. Um, yeah, so I've been volunteering for, for youth ministry uh, for my church uh, since, since after high school and then just fell in love with youth ministry. Uh, and then I got involved with Holy Spirit Parish uh, and fell in love with the parish. It's such a, such a generous and giving community. And to be able to have a full-time uh, youth ministry job there was, was such a dream. And so I was working for a hospital about three years um, after college and, you know, it was a Nice job, very well paying and great security, but you know that wasn't my passion. And so going into youth ministry uh, was such a joy and uh, and all that stuff. So yeah, I've been working there for about twelve years. Uh, this past year, our social ministries director, our good friend Mike Ferrero, uh, who you you all might be familiar with, he retired, um, and so I absorbed his role. Uh, and so now I'm in charge of both the youth and also the mission outreach, which includes Nicaragua. That's awesome. Ro, Joey described a little bit about that first, that first encounter of Holy Spirit Casablanca. And I think it really just kind of like speaks to the ethos of the church, just jumping right in, being a part of what's going on and just the high level of, of just kind of surrender of we're gonna do what, what God puts in front of us and we're gonna serve. Can you give us a little scoop on um, what, kind of the Holy Spirit community means to you, why you think it's so special and how you feel like they, um, how, how you as a community have kind of interacted and been pioneers for some vision casting for Amigos in Nicaragua over the years? Yeah, so I, it, the community is very vibrant. Um, and, and I never have never been a part of a such a vibrant church before. And the vibrancy in, in the willingness to give from our parishioners, uh, they're always wanting to help out. And it, it shows. Uh, and that first ever trip, I think in 2009, we brought about maybe 20 or so people. And the next year it grew to about 30 or so people. And by that third year, it, it became such a buzz and such a positive experience for our community that it grew from 25, 30 to all of a sudden 60. Uh, and then in subsequent years to 80, 90. And we had to do two weeks, consecutive weeks, because we were full to the brim. So we brought 120, 130 people within a two-week uh, two-week group. Um, and so I think it just speaks wonders to our parish and how much we want to give and just, uh, you know, put ourselves out there. That first ever trip, they had no clue what to expect. They didn't know they were going to get down and dirty and digging and everything, but they such, such they had such a positive experience from that. And not just from the parents, from the youth. It was a youth 
who showed the parents that digging in a trench can be such fun stuff to do. And so that it was really the youth who brought uh, this ministry, this, this mission trip to life um, and from their energy and from the willingness to serve. And so, yeah, we like to just jump right in um, and just, you know, offer what we have to offer, but also, you know, experience what you all have to offer to us. So it's kind of a synergistic kind of thing. Bro, one of the things uh, you said that stood out to me and it's become something that, that we um, are trying to do more of, it's the fact that the youth and the adults come down together on the trip. I think it just makes it such a special experience, especially when you've got um, you know families that come down together. And so you guys are coming this summer and uh, for the first time in a few years, right. and you just came down on a little preview kind of just let's see how things are really going in Shenandega tell us about that what that trip was like for you yeah going back to your your previous point you know I know Amigos or some of the churches during the summer they have like youth specific trips and everything and I think one thing special for us we were considering youth trip but we've as a leadership team we're thinking just a special moments that you can have between families making it a family trip that's why we require you know for a youth to come you know, they have to have a, a parent or a legal guardian to, to join in because I think there's a special moments that can happen between a guardian, a parent, and their, and their youth to come in, that shared moment together. Um, but yeah, we haven't been for the past two years, obviously, because of the situation that our world has been in. Um, and so, you know, to, to cancel each year was just heartbreaking for our parish uh, because we know how special this trip, these trips are. Um, and so finally, we've gotten permission to go this year. Uh, and so I decided to, with pastor's permission to take a preview trip back in March, just to see how things are down there. I know there's there's been changes with the staff and how much you've grown since then. Um, and just for me to experience traveling uh, you know, during our times of quarantine and times of COVID um, uh, and, and everything. So it was, it was a good experience for me to go, one, to to know how to travel, especially now with the group that we're bringing down with our itinerary and what's required of us with COVID testing and all that stuff. Uh, but more so just to reconnect with y'all. Um, you know, I haven't seen y'all in about two, over two years. And so to reconnect with the, with the folks down there, um, with the Blands and, um, and just seeing the operations, how much, it's, how much has changed and how much has stayed the same. And so it was really nice to connect. I was there for less than a week, but uh, they uh, took care of me very well, and we went did some great work. And I think that one day on Friday, we did that Dia Comunal, right? The, the communal day, uh, Las Palmas, I believe the, the village was, just all 200 staff. I was like, I can't remember having 200 staff with Amigos there before. It was nuts. Three, I think it was three or four buses full, um, but we all did that work together. And I think I caught up with Renato. He messaged me on Facebook and he said, yeah, that village now has water. I'm like, oh, my gosh, from March all of a sudden now and then they have water. Uh, it was such a such a blessing. Um, and so, yeah, we're looking forward to July, July 9th. We're uh, we're headed down there. We have 43 people that were going. That's awesome. bro. I love what you said about like bringing families down and just kind of that bond that um, that a family can share and. Um, I just think that's something that's really neat. And I think, too, one thing that's really cool that a lot of people can relate to 
is just going down there with a group of people, you know, kind of year after year. Um, and that's something I think a lot of people enjoy and get to share. But I think one thing that is really cool too, that I'm really curious about kind of your thoughts with is, um, is that your first time going down solo? Like not with a group? It was. So <laughs> it was kind of weird. So I've gone solo before, but I was invited by a few for, by, um, from Prince of Peace Church and uh, the Vine Church over in, uh, in Georgia. So I've, I've got some, I met a family um, in one of our July trips and built, uh, built a special bond with them. And then they invited me to come during their trip, their summer break or their spring break trip. And so I've done that on two occasions where I went on my own, but met up with the, the churches in Georgia uh, over the spring break. Um, so that was cool, just seeing you know how different groups do their mission trips, and also just reuniting with them and meeting their whole church and all that stuff. But yeah, this past March was the first ever time that I completely went solo without a group and without any other group. So it was kind of eerie seeing the rancho so empty at night. <laughs> I'm like, I'm used to like playing signs at the in the rancho or. Uh, or playing game card games and whatnot at night, um, or even just having like evening devo or praise and worship. You know that was kind of things that was missed. But um, I enjoyed the quiet and the silence. I kind of needed that. It was kind of a retreat in my own sense. So, you know, just kind of sat in a rancho, you know, read some books, and caught up with some emails. But yeah, it was kind of eerie uh, a little bit. But you know, it was an enjoyable experience nonetheless. That's really great. Do you <laughs> feel like you were um, able to like see any like? from the either with the projects or the dia communal uh-huh. um was there anything that you felt like you could kind of see from like an insider's perspective or just a different perspective having gone by yourself yeah so um one thing that i was able to do uh is take a really long office tour so i went in by that first day when i got in on tuesday afternoon and really went around in the office and seeing the normal operations because usually when we go as a church we would come in and all of a sudden there's be this whole program they would do his introductions and everything so i just stepped right in their office and people were just working away and they spotted me and they're like oh hey real what's up <laughs> like oh hey what's yeah so we're just talking and all of a sudden they went back to work so seeing the day-to-day operations without any interruption was really cool and then also one thing was really neat was uh, that each evening I was able to spend dinner with different staff. So Danny was one of them. Uh, the Walkers were one of them. And the Alianza people, they were, they were one of them. So really getting to sit down and chat one-on-one or, or two-on-one or four-on-one together just for me to get them to know them and also just to know Amigos, the organization, um, as a, as a, on a better unit uh, and everything. So knowing just different communications and operations and all that stuff. So it was really cool to see because I wouldn't have the opportunity to do that uh, during our summer trips because, you know, we're in charge of a group and making sure things are going well. And so it was really nice to just spend time with specific Amigo staff and really get to know them and their role and, uh, you know, why they continue to do what they do. I know something I wanted to, I wanted to thank you for. Sorry, Joey. Go ahead. Um, Is it was such a gift to stand with you. We, we were, we were positioned by the bathrooms. I'm not sure how we ended up so talking <laughs> there. But the amount of people that came by, you and I were probably chatting for 15, 20 minutes right when you got there. And I loved how everybody on the team that has gotten to know you over the years came up and said hi. 
from our admin team to our well drilling team to our infrastructure team, community development team, communications team, our <laughs> partnerships team. Everybody was like, "Ro, Ro," you know, giving you knocks or giving you a hug or yeah. or coming in. It just it made me appreciate so much how much you love our team and how you make them feel like the most important people in the world. So thank you for for being that for mm-hmm. us and. Thank you for making our team feel so special. That was cool to see. Uh, yeah, that was a neat experience. But yeah, on the same same light, uh, you know, flip side of that coin, you guys are special to me. And so uh, just to be down there and just to be invited down there and you guys let me be down there, um, you know, that that's just a, that's a blessing, man. Yeah, Ro, we definitely heard from the crew. I mean, I wasn't there when you were there on the solo trip, but it was just such an encouragement to everybody down there. I know we've said that, but yeah, hope you know that. Um but I, I got a simple question for you. Yeah. Why do you guys, why do you keep coming back? I mean, you've, you've come since 2011, you said. Holy Spirit has come since 2009. They keep coming back as you were describing. The, 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 the trips grew and to where you guys were doing two trips a year. Like, for you personally and for the parish, why do you guys continually come back and serve with Amigos year after year? Yeah, there, there's a couple of things, um, and I actually use this story uh, as part of my confirmation curriculum. So at my capstone, so we have a two-year confirmation process, and the final session in the final year, I talk about evangelization, and I use my stories of Nicaragua, uh, and I weave that into uh, their call or our call as Christians to evangelize and do the, spread the good news to the Lord. And I think uh, this trip... Uh, for our parish uh, was such a breath of fresh air. Um, it, and this trip, this mission, this ministry has really changed the face of our parish. It changed uh, how we approach things and everything. And the reason why it's been so powerful powerful for us is um, to, one, to get away from our normal everyday environment um, and just to concentrate on doing the good work uh, and helping people. Um, and for us, in, at Holy Spirit, we're a little bit more of an affluent part of the Bay Area of, of San Jose. And so our parishioners, you know, they're, they're really busy and bogged down with work and everything. And so coming to Amigos, coming to Nicaragua and helping um, is such a different experience for our parishioners. Um, and I said before, they are so willing to help um, and to help in this fashion where we're digging alongside with the Nicaraguan people, I think is, is really powerful and regardless if they speak Spanish or not, you know, just the connections that have been made um, with the people have been the most powerful thing. Uh, You guys said it time and time again that the work will get done. Don't worry about completing the work. What's more important to you to in this mission is the people right next to you. And so I think we really took that to heart. And a lot of our our folks who've gone in in previous years have built that special friendship with people. Regardless if they have gone every single year or just one year, I think people still message each other on Facebook or, or on WhatsApp and whatnot. And so that connection, I think, was the most important part. Um, yeah, seeing how other people live and immersing yourself in that was a powerful part, but I think the most powerful part and why people come back and why I keep coming back is to rekindle and reignite those relationships that have been made. That's awesome, man. We love having you back for the same exact reasons. That's great to hear. Yeah. <clears throat> So, Ro, when we think about um, the Holy Spirit community, you know, for myself particularly, just the amount of moments, kind of like big organizational moments that you guys have been part of, Mm. 
it's so special to us just to kind of the the fact that you've been kind of walking beside us for gosh over a decade now yeah um you know i look back there's so many examples but you know the school out right. in la chuscata right it's like i, I remember y'all being there and that field being prayed over right. and yeah. father brendan saying you know we are going to build the school and it was almost like you guys gave us the permission to dream even bigger than what we were thinking for ourselves and just you know what has come of that and what continues to come of that are just it's just an everyday constant impact on on so many lives but i wanted to ask you you know you're a leader in the community of holy spirit mm-hmm. and there's got to be some things that y'all look back on that you you that pop up as just like big moments um, that you were part of of creating in Nicaragua. Are there is there anything that stands out to you that you guys look back on? Yeah, La Chuscada, as, as what you had mentioned, was the uh, one of the highlights uh, of our church. Um, I think we've gone to La Chuscada for about five straight five six straight years from breaking ground or digging the trenches just for them to get water. Um, and then when they finally got water, then making the bathrooms from the uh, Banyo Moderno. Um, and uh, yeah, so from water systems to modern bathrooms, and then all of a sudden we broke ground at the school, you know, building the wall and then breaking ground for the foundations and everything. And, you know, coming back in March and seeing the academy in full swing um, you know, it was great. We went there a couple of years. I think 2019 was our last trip that we were got, we went there and we went to the school and they had this whole celebration and, and all that stuff. But when I went in March, it was nice to see the school in session. So seeing them learn at class, um, I was with Manuel and we saw the little second graders in their computer classrooms and all that stuff. I was like, oh, that is so cool. And seeing just the normal operations of that school. But La Triscata and now the Amigos Academy uh, it was one thing that we really take pride in because we really saw it from start to finish um, and, and everything. And, you know, seeing the work completed from year to year. And you know, we've built such a great friendship with La Chuscada and, you know, Sebastian and Jaime and all the uh, other people and Doña Victoria and um, and all them. Uh, so it, that's a very special near and dear community to Holy Spirit. So, Ro, thinking, thinking about you a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll zone in and, and drill down on, on you. <laughs> For everybody that's gotten to experience time with you, a week here in Nicaragua with you, they know that you have an energy that's it's a tangible energy. You get people going, you get people excited. Um, yeah. But what I'm interested in is that there's something driving that energy. You know, God has made you just as you are, you know, with your specific gifts. And I'm just curious, you know, when you wake up in the morning before you lead, um, that last confirmation encounter before you hop on a plane to come to Nicaragua, before you jump into the office and talk with your coworkers, what do you hope to to do for this world? You know, what kind of legacy do you hope to leave? Who do you hope to be remembered as? Uh, well, be remembered as, as in Nicaragua is El Chino, right? <laughs> <laughs> And they still use that too for those that know. It's like, oh, Chino, hey, what's up? I'm back. <laughs> um, but no, the uh, yeah, the energy is yeah. It, when they when you know they, I get energized by their energy, so it's kind of mutual mutual thing. But as far as what drives me and everything, why I continue to do what I do is it's I think it's fairly simple. Is that you know like the things that I've experienced because of the Lord 
the things I've experienced because of the movement of the Holy Spirit. Uh, me moving, taking my job or leaving my job at the hospital to go to Holy Spirit and work uh, for it full time. You know, because of that, I've gotten to meet so many great people. And if it wasn't for that, then I wouldn't have been able to meet you guys and go to Nicaragua and be connected with Amigos for Christ. And so those little things, those instances and moments and experience in my life where I really felt the presence of the Lord and really felt the hand of the Spirit guiding me towards some things. And, you know, for me, I would like for everyone um, that I encounter to experience the same thing that I experienced. And so with the youth especially, you know, I always share to them, you know, don't deny or don't ever underestimate the power of the Spirit and what it can do to your life. Because if it can change my life in such a way where I've experienced the things that I've experienced and met the people that I've met, um, the world is, you know, at your feet. It's, you know, the world is looking up for you and, uh, and everything. So uh, I just want that for, for the people that I meet, encounter, and minister to that, you know, I can... Jesus means so much to me, and I can only hope and show Jesus to them in hopes that they can show Jesus to others. So it's kind of, again, this circle thing. That's why our youth ministry is called 360. You get in the loop. I show them Jesus in hopes that they show other people Jesus. Well, Ro, for those, for those hard days or the days where you, you doubt if it's happening, you're doing it 100%. So, you know, <laughs> hold, hold on to those words as, as much as they're worth because, you know, we're, we're all sitting here right now looking at this screen because you inspire us. And the hope is that by all of, you know, what you've shared and what you do that other people be inspired to. So thank you for being oh. you. Oh man, I appreciate that. So that's, that's humbling. Thank you. I do have one more question. Yeah, Can I ask it. you one more question, Ro? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was just wondering if you had like a memory in Nicaragua that's like, you know, Joey and I had talked about like, if you could go back and just relive a certain moment in Nicaragua, like what would that moment be? Uh, I, I, have, I have two. I have two. One is uh, uh, the, for both precious memories, but each in their own right. Uh, I'll start with the fun one first. The, and I look forward to this every single time, is this running down Cerro Negro. <laughs> that was it's such a joy. You just, that's why I take my time going up there because I don't want to use out my legs. So I take my time going up and that way I can just use my legs and just sprint and fly down. So that first ever time I did it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such a rush. And every time I look forward to just jamming down, you know, Cerro Negro. So that's something I always look forward to. Nothing like a pair um, of skinned knees to get the week started, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I eat it a few times, but it's well worth it. Well worth it. Um, but the second thing, and uh, one thing that, that I really have been blessed to be a part of or just experience, I know it doesn't happen every year, every trip, is just the water inauguration. Uh, I've been fortunate and blessed enough to experience two water inaugurations, or even three. Um, and so just to see that whole celebration and to turn on the water for the very first time and seeing the joy on people's faces that their lives now are irrevocably changed uh, just for a simple uh, thing of clean running water, right? And it's, just, it's a nice reminder of the blessings that you know, we have here in the States. Um, and uh, how people, um, just one simple thing can change uh, uh, an entire community. Uh, and so that's something I always hold on to with those experiences. Mm, I love that. Great question. Yeah, Thank you. yeah. great answers. <laughs>
the only thing I have just have to add is we are so looking forward to coming back in, in July. Um, we are, our team is well underway and um, we're, we're looking forward to it. So uh, the day comes in a couple of months where we'll, we'll, uh, we'll share together our experiences. Bro, we're, we are, uh, I, I don't want to one up you, but we are equally excited. <laughs> we're more excited. <laughs> We're as excited as you times two. (laughs) (laughs) Times infinity plus one. (laughs) Well, uh, again, Thoreau, thanks for joining us. And Amigos family, wherever you're at, you know, you hear this conversation, you got to hear from Ro and his perspective of what it's been like to to work and serve with Amigos through the year, through the years. Um, You know, wherever you're at today, you can make Christ more visible with whatever you're doing, whether that's in Nicaragua or whether that's wherever you're at. So Amigos family, make Christ more visible and we will see you next time. Enjoy. Yes. Can we pray? Absolutely. Let's pray. That's all we recognize that whether two or three are gathered in his name, even virtually, he's here in our midst. Lord Jesus Christ, I want to thank you for this opportunity to share story. Thank you for the opportunity to connect, to reconnect with uh, with these two wonderful communities from Holy Spirit and also with Amigos for Christ. Lord, just allow us to continue to do what we do, to continue to evangelize, to continue to show uh, your light, to spread your light, to be the light, to spread your good news. And so we just thank you for allowing us uh, to gather together, for allowing us to connect, allowing us to have this relationship with each other. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Thanks, Ro. Thank you, Ro. Thank you, guys. Wind in my sails, man. Great to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Great to talk to y'all, too. So we'll see you. Nos vemos pronto. Yeah, nos vemos pronto. Hasta luego. Bye-bye.